0: Howdy, yeah yeah Wow, no. wow whoa, whoa, whoa Bosses only hang with bosses Bosses never take a loss Boss numbers a brother. Boss steady doing numbers
1: They
0: say my back against the wall but I'm ten toes deep and I'm still standing. Tall. I'm way,
1: way, way up. These haters get their way up. Never gonna take a loss. Blessed they Yo. The Y'all thought I was gonna freestyle. Say. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, news, sport takes, debates, mm-hmm. all that.
0: No more Zoom. No more Zoom. We are back. In the booth, the Monco, Monco. let's get it, let's get it. <laughs> what's up, man? How's your weekend? Hey, man, I had a fun weekend. It's been dope, man. It's been really dope. You know, I mean, we, I mean, we almost into February now. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> we we, we way through T- January, 2022. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's good? <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, it's dope, man. I had a good time. I mean, we sworn in a new president today.
1: Yes, All inauguration those good day, man. For sure. Congrats to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. My weekend was good, man. Went out. I played a little golf. Mm-hmm. You know, hit the range. By myself, a little chilly, but nice to get out there and swing a little bit. And, of course, you know, watch some football, watch some mm-hmm. basketball. Yep. Divisional playoffs this past weekend, man. It was sure. intense.
0: Yeah, man. It was really good, man. We had a lot of great games. And, um, yeah, man.
1: I think I went two for two or two and two from last week. I I'm think kn- I was
0: one and three. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, man. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about it, though, man. Packers handle business in Lambo Saturday mm-hmm. evening against the Rams to kick it off. What would you take away from the game about the Rams, man?
0: Jared Goff. Not the answer? He he wasn't prepared. He's not the answer. And I don't know what happened to the Rams' defense, but they seem like they are very, very confused out there with what the Packers were doing.
1: Do you give them a pass, Jared Goff at least, for the injury to the thumb?
0: Yeah, so that, that's obviously huge. I mean you can't really get, you know, he had a broken thumb. Like, you know this what I mean? He had surgery yeah. 10 days before, yeah. 10, 15 days before that game. So if you're looking at the injury, yeah, I mean, Jared Goff, clearly, I mean, the injury, you have a broken thumb on your throwing hand. You're a quarterback. Yeah, you need that. that. <laughs> clearly, yeah. literally.
1: I think it's tough, man. It's really hard for me to judge this Rams team. One, because the offense, ever since they went to the Super Bowl, hasn't looked the same. Yeah, Jared Goff is either throwing 50-plus times a game or they're running the ball a lot more than normal. And Cam Akers is really good. You know I love me some Cam, Mm -hmm. obviously. It just looks like McVay's been figured out or his play scheming has caught up to him, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't have those creative schemes, those packages that are throwing defenses off. It seems like, for the most part, Green Bay kind of held the Rams in check, and I don't know if that was due to, you know, Jared Goff being hindered, Or Jared Goff not really progressing year by year because it doesn't look like he's gotten much better yeah. since that Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what their problem is. Their defense, I will say, did look a little confused on the field, but I attribute that to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I attribute that specifically to Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams is a menace. Yeah, He's yeah. a menace. And Jalen Ramsey can shut down the best of them. Mm-hmm. But he had a rough day.
0: But he didn't, I mean, he really didn't play Devontae Adams like that. He and, did, he, and he didn't he follow didn't, yeah, him, he which is he interesting. Didn't fo-
1: he didn't follow him, which is interesting because yeah. the week before previously, he followed DK exactly, around yeah. the entire field. Right. Not sure what that was all about. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like the Packers were open more times than not. And it seems like Aaron Donald wasn't able to get all that pressure that he normally gets Mm -hmm. on Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers does get the ball off fairly quickly. But his O-line held
0: up really good as well. Yeah, The O-line held up really good. There's a couple points I want to make. Number one, Matt LaFleur, give him all the credit because the way he's put together that offense this offseason, after all the controversy with him and Aaron Rodgers, everything going on there, they are together now. They, they had a conversation, Zoom calls and things like that, and they put together a game plan together. Their playbook is made by them two. Yeah. And it, it's, it's really working out for them. The other thing is the Packers' defense is really good. They, Jerry Alexandrian, this guys, they Darnell Savage, up. like their defense is really, really good. And their pass, they can rush the passer as good as anybody. Their line, their inside linebackers are all the question mark. If you can run the football through them, mm-hmm. you're fine. But if you, you can't really pass on them like you should be able to because their corners are really good. With the Rams, we saw an article that came out today by the NFL Network, and it says that Sean McVay and Jared Goff, they need quote-unquote marriage counselor. Mm-hmm. counseling. And it's one of these things where I think the relationship is is kind of withering a little bit, right? Like I feel like is deteriorating a little bit. There's something there that's, you know, they two are not on the same page, and you can see it in, in Sean McVay's play calling. And when, this is, yeah, this is yeah. what I was talking about mm-hmm. since
1: the Super Bowl. It seems like ever since that run, yeah. they haven't really been on that same page. And I don't know if it's the schemes, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the play calling, or if it's Jared Goff, but yeah. it seems like there's a little tiff yeah. in between those two. And like you
0: said, mm-hmm. it's kind of hindering the offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely hindering the offense. You can see it just by the way, Sean McVay's calling the plays, right? Because yeah. you you know, your your offense is becoming one-dimensional because you know Jared Goff is not going to run out of the pocket. He's not going to create on his own. This is true. He, he needs everything around him to go well because Sean McVay is speed feeding him the offense as the game goes. He's This is your first option. This is your second option. He's giving him the game plan and it as the even, game going it on. It doesn't
1: even look like he goes through all his reads yeah. anymore. It looks like after that first mm-hmm. read, it's either a check down or sack or a sack, sack. Yeah. <laughs> or, a sack. Yeah. or a forced pass right. into that first option, which – Results in a turnover mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's, it's not looking too good. And I mean, they were balanced. They yeah. they they've been fairly balanced. But the games that they do lose, Jared Goff throws the ball in the upwards of fifty. Yeah. And it it's a lot. And he's only completing, like, maybe 19 or 20 of those passes. Yeah. That percentage is awful.
0: Yeah, it is bad. That
1: percentage is really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Jared Goff this year have some brutal games. Yeah. Like, some bad games. Look at that game against the Dolphins. That was terrible. The, Miami's offense didn't do a thing. Exactly. The defense, Jared Goff gave him the game. Yeah, Jared Goff h- gave them the game, literally. Mm-hmm. And your offense that looks so prolific. And you yeah. have weapons. Mm-hmm. You have weapons. Receivers. Mm-hmm. You have a good running back. Good running backs. Excuse yeah. me. And it seems like y'all can't put points up, and you're relying on the defense to hold you a lot, and you can't do that with that type of offense right. and those weapons. Right.
0: No, I mean you have Cooper Cup who was out that game because he was hurt. Yeah. And then you had Robert Woods. I mean, Robert Woods is he's an undervalued receiver. Like Literally. I think he's really good. Literally. Um, you have Van Jefferson and those guys. Like they're all Tyler Higby at the tight yeah, end Tyler spot. Higby. Like they have weapons all over the field, but if the quarterback cannot create outside of the pocket. That's when the offense goes south because you're not always gonna have your your first look. It's not gonna it's the NFL. You're not always gonna have your first look. But when things start breaking down, you need a quarterback that's gonna be able to extend plays and Jared Goff is not there.
1: He's not, man. It's gonna be interesting to see how that relationship can be mended yeah. this offseason because I think that they need to get back to the drawing board have and get to. back to what made them great yeah. a few years ago when they made that Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. Let's jump to the AFC, man. We had Baltimore and Buffalo, and that was a beatdown, man. And at first, it I thought it was going okay for the Ravens. They were running the ball. Yeah. The Bills' run defense is not that it's great. It's not good, no. The Bills' run defense is not that great, but they just could not put points on the board, man, yep. 17-3. Can the Ravens win a Super Bowl with Lamar
0: Jackson? They can win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson, but until they get Lamar Jackson weapons on the outside, they're not going anywhere. And I mean this in all honesty. I mean, Hollywood Brown is a good receiver, but he's not a number one. He he's might not, not be, he might not be none a number two. He's yeah, he's and, a he's a slot receiver yeah. to me at best. And, and I mean he has mm-hmm. speed,
1: but he de- he's not like Tyreek Hill speed. Right, right. So you can't really extend the field with him that much. Mm-hmm. And he's not really a physical receiver. Nope. Tyreek Tyreek Hill goes and gets. Yeah, it. he's physical. He's physical yeah. to be so small. He is physical. Hollywood Brown's not that guy. No, it, So yeah. they need somebody who can go get the ball.
0: It's hurting them. I mean, honestly, when you can stack the box against the Ravens, you can really key in on on you know as a as a linebacker or safety and read your keys and figure out which gap you need to shoot to get to the to, to the ball. I mean, That's essentially what the Bills did. Leslie Frazier drew up an excellent game plan against that team. And it's one of these things when you're a linebacker and you're shooting those gaps or you're a safety and you're shooting those gaps and you're shutting down that Baltimore run game, they have no other options. They, they don't they don't. They don't. And because and because you have a Tradavius White who can shut down receivers and you have good a really good safety play in the back end, it's really hard for the Baltimore team to beat a Buffalo because they speed exactly into their weaknesses. And it's one of these things where if you're Leslie Frazier and you're you're designing that game plan against the Baltimore Ravens and you know they don't have an uh, outside weapon you're just stacking the box the whole time essentially you're 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 bringing one safety down every play and the thing is They were stacking the box and
1: it looked like it wasn't working early because the Ravens Mm -hmm. were getting where they needed to be running the ball. But eventually, you're going to have to throw the ball downfield. Exactly. And I'm not sure what happened between Lamar Jackson and that Mark Andrews, that combo. Yeah. But they really fell off this year Mm -hmm. as compared to last year. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see this offseason. I'm glad they got at least one playoff win Mm -hmm. and he got that, you know, monkey off his back. That was good. And he got that out of his system. But they're going to have expectations. For sure. They're going to have expectations. When you have a quarterback who is prolific and electric as Lamar Jackson, there are going to be expectations, and you have a good defense. And you have a
0: number of free agents. Yes. On your squad this year, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, you have a number of free agents. Evaluating your roster, looking at who you want to keep and who you need to keep. It's going to be a tough decision because it gonna come, it's going to come down ways. to money. Yes. And, you know, if you if you need a an Allen Robinson or someone like that, a, a top-notch number one receiver, you're going to need to break the bank. Chris Godwin, yeah. some of these yes. guys, you're going to need a receiver to really stretch the field and be your number one threat. And if you don't have that coming into next year, you're in trouble again. You're, yeah, you're going to be in the same
1: exact situation yeah. that you were in this year and last year. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the offseason too because, like you said, a, a lot of free agents. We even seen early Mark Ingram, healthy scratch. Yeah. He said he, Two games underst- in a row. he understands it's a business mm-hmm. and he knows what's coming up mm-hmm. as far as he the money. Got released. Yes, yep. He got released. He knew what was coming up. He mm-hmm. got released. Yeah. It's, a, it's a money thing and mm-hmm. they're going to have to make some tough decisions. They're going to have to make these decisions because in they, way, they, like- yeah, they need to improve their roster yeah. on the offensive end and get some more weapons around Lamar Jackson because he's a great quarterback for sure. He's a great quarterback and he can do it. Yeah. Sunday, man, Mahomes went down late, concussion. Mm-hmm. Chiefs managed to hold on, but it got a little dicey out there with Chad Henney, man. But I want to look at the Browns real
0: quick. Do you think the Browns overachieved this season? They did. And I, I want to say this um, with all seriousness. I give a lot of credit to Baker Mayfield. Yes, he we, showed heart. We gave him a lot of heat this this season. Um, last missed, season? Yeah, last season, based off the things that he said or the, his performance, but... What he showed me in these two playoff games he has is heart he has heart, he's a warrior, he's gonna battle. Yes. He made some throws that really impressed me, and i wanna I just wanna say for, for our audience at least that he really impressed me and he earned my respect. This is the baker that I
1: seen in Oklahoma, yeah, this is the baker that I wanted to be in the NFL early, and I feel like he didn't have the talent around him mm-hmm. but I feel like with a running game as good as he has right now that two-headed monster yeah. in the backfield with Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb mm-hmm. it gives Baker more time to make those passes because you have to respect their run game yeah and with weapons like Jarvis on the outside mm-hmm. and OBJ and even though it seems like that relationship didn't work out too well mm-hmm. I think the Browns definitely overachieved this for season sure. for them to come out of the division and in a division with Pittsburgh Who went won their first 10 games and Baltimore, Baltimore <laughs> Who last season was in, amazing yeah. Incredible And for them to rally And just battle And mm. get to the playoffs even And win a game Against the division winner yeah. Steelers And beat them twice in two weeks I beat believe them beat them twice yeah, Back beat, to back weeks It's very hard to beat a team Back to back weeks yeah. And speaking of that The Bucs <laughs> That is my shocker Yeah. Because I'm 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 almost certain I picked the Saints You did No no you picked the Bucks And I picked the Saints it's hard to be the team twice. Yeah. It's very hard to be the team three, three times, times yeah. in the same season. But you know what I got from this game? It's time for Breeze to hang it up, man. What you did. <laughs> yeah. What you yeah, did. Yeah, they hung it up, literally. Yeah. The Saints hung it up. But it's it's time for Breeze to... Three interceptions. ...ride off into the center And a fumble. He doesn't have the arm strength anymore. No, you, it looked like it was about it, to it's fall bad. off. It's bad. Yeah, it's no bad. arm strength. He doesn't have the arm strength anymore. Um, his receivers can't extend the field no. because they're doing short routes mm-hmm. the entire Science, game. the whole game. Michael the, Thomas
0: had, was one catch?
1: Yes. And
0: the Bucs were sitting
1: on it. Yeah. The, Buc- the Bucs were right there. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady, man... <laughs>
0: The goat.
1: Yes. <laughs> the goat, yes, the goat, yes. Literally, it, it's really not much you can say about him. He's a winner. He's a leader. Yeah, he knows how to rally his team. He gets me hype. He, he literally gets <laughs> me hype. He's screaming literally at the top of his lungs, play by play. Yeah, when he's not on the field, when he's on the field, Bucks look
0: good. They're rounding in the form. For they're sure.
1: <laughs> they're rounding in the form at the perfect time, mm-hmm. and that game shocked me because I felt like the Bucks had control of that game. For the most part, the entire game. Yeah, the whole game. They were missing a couple of people. No Taysom Hill. Yeah, no Taysom Hill. And I think as much as I do not want to admit – Actually, no, never mind. Jameis was one for one with a touchdown. Get out of here. Never mind. Forget it. Forget forget that. Forget that. I'm bugging. My my bad, Jameis. But, no, I think that they actually rely on those Taysom Taysom Hill plays in the red zone. Way too much. I said the same thing. In the red zone Mm. especially when they could not get the ball in yep. the end zone, they settled for three straight yep. field goals in the red zone. And I think that with Taysom Hill, he would have definitely been in that game mm. in the pistol, probably running that read yep. option or doing a play-action pass. Mm-hmm. And they rely on that way too much. Yep. And it's evident Drew Brees can't do that. For sure. And Jameis can't do that either because he's no. not a runner like Taysom. Right. This Saints team, it seems like three every years year. in a row. Every year, they're arguably one of the top two, three best teams in the NFC. And every year they lose in dramatic fashion. This one wasn't really dramatic. This one was just a loss. They just, they just got beat they just, down. They just lost. Yeah. yeah, they just lost. And it's it's unfortunate, man. And I think that, yeah, I think Drew Brees is packing it up. Where do you think they go from here next year? Do you think Taysom is the starter? No,
0: I do not think Taysom is the starter. We've seen Taysom start. He's not the starter.
1: I feel like they've invested so much in him that they're going to try to make it work. I think that. They're going to acquire
0: a quarterback. I don't you know think which, so? quarter, yeah. I don't, okay. I don't know which quarterback is going to be. Jameis was obviously on a one-year deal, so he might not be there next year. It's interesting, right? Like if you're looking at Saints and Sean Payton, he's going to want his quarterback of the future. He's not going to want to keep on doing these one or two-year deals yeah. with just anybody. So I think they're going to acquire a quarterback somehow, some way, and whoever that quarterback is, they're going to be a dual-threat quarterback. You think so? Yeah. I Think they have to be? Yeah. Okay. I can respect that.
1: I just think that every year it seems like they just crumble and fold under pressure every year in the playoffs. Yeah. Regular season this team is elite. Mm-hmm. Top 5 team in the regular season every year. nearly every single year. In the playoffs for some reason they seem to fold under pressure. And I know that, you know, this isn't the NBA where you have 7 game series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a one game and it just seems like they they always bring their B game. In the playoffs. I'm saying. For whatever reason. And even during the regular season, yeah. when Drew Brees went out, the defense steps up and mm-hmm. elevates its game. Yeah. And they continue to win with the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. But here come the playoffs. The defense can't put pressure on Brady because we know what happens they when pressure it. gets to Brady. Yep. Brady is not going to scramble out of the pocket. Not at all. Brady's not even going to throw the ball away. He's going to dive on the ground. Yeah. Brady does not want to get hit and they couldn't get pressure on him, and Tom just
0: picked him apart. Yeah, Tom did pick him apart, and were, his receivers made plays for him. Yes. I mean, look, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, like – Gronkowski. Scott, yeah, Gronk, Scotty Miller. Like, these guys made plays for Tom Brady. And the other thing is, if you're the Saints, you didn't move Tom Brady off his spot. At and all. It's he was things, comfortable, cozy. Yeah. And when you're, when you're applying pressure on Tom Brady, you need to get pressure up the middle so he moves off his spot. They did not get any pressure on Tom Brady, and Tom Brady was so comfortable back there just re- you know, reading where – the defense was and finding his guys. I mean, even when the saints went in the zone, he was picking apart one of you men and the, the man, which I mean, the saints primarily were a man team this year because they acquired all those secondary pieces. Yep. And it seemed like the bucks receivers just kept making play after play after play to put their team above. And it's, it's one of these things where if you're Sean Payton, you lost three straight years, the Vikings, the Rams, and now the bucks. And what do you have to say for this? Like, this is one of these things where, it, are we blaming Sean Payton for this? Or, or is it Drew Brees' fault? Yeah. Like, whose fault is it that they keep on looting in dramatic fashion like this?
1: I think it has to be a mix of both. I can't blame this on Drew Brees all three years. I think the first two years were really just unfortunate circumstances. Okay. Like, the Minnesota miracle. Yeah. that that, that Diggs. That, that, <laughs> that, that, like, come on, man. The pass interference call against the Rams. It's like... Yo, he got, he got torture racked in the air yeah. Like, come on like, Yo, throw the flag dog, Throw the flag This year is just It's unfortunate And you can look at it and say Yeah, they're one play away mm-hmm. But at some point When are you going to say We shouldn't be in this situation Exactly At some exactly. point you have to look at the coach You have to look at Sean Payton as well And another offseason That's going to be really interesting To see who they can get In the free agency market Because I don't think this team is the same With the Taysom Hill starting at quarterback. And as much as I love Jameis, and you know I love Jameis, I don't think this team is the same with Jameis at quarterback. And I think that they're gonna take a step back, not only in the NFC, but in their division, if they don't replace Drew Brees, because I don't think they can dip and dunk their way down the field. Drew Brees is great at that. Mm -hmm. Drew Brees is really, really good at that.
0: That's not Taysom Hill's game. Yeah. That's not that's not he's not he's not a full passer. And that Saints, that Saints roster is going to change a bit because of, A, the salary cap. Yep. And because it's going to be, I think it's around $180 million the next year, they're going to have to make some money decisions on, on a couple of key players. And that team's going to look a little bit different. They're going to have to draft well. Um, for one, they which they have the last three years they've drafted pretty well, but they're going to lose some pass rushers. They're going to lose some people in the secondary. They might lose Emmanuel Sanders. Like you don't yeah. know. They might lose Malcolm Jenkins. Like these are the players that they may be losing due to money issues. And it's one of these things where okay, you need a quarterback number one, so you need money for that. Yes, and you need to beef up. Your your defensive line, your linebacker core, your secondary, you may have to make a decision on your, a couple people in the secondary. So it's one of these things where this Saints team could look a lot different next year.
1: They're going to look a lot different. I'm already assuming that they won't be the same Saints that we're used to seeing. That mm-hmm. that Saints team that usually wins 12 or 13 games in the regular season, yeah. I
0: don't know if they do that next year. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know if they
1: do that next year. It's going to be going to be a new quarterback, so yeah. you don't know who it's going to be. Right. Give me your most surprising win of the weekend.
0: I think my most surprising win was the Bucks, Bucs um, okay. because I, I felt like the Saints just had their number. I mean, two back-to-back blowouts. I did, too. I and, thought the Saints had yeah. Tom Brady's number in particular. Right. <laughs> and it's one of these things where, like, huge matchup at the Superdome in New Orleans. And you, you kind of had this feel going into the game like, OK, this is definitely another Saints victory in New Orleans playoff game this is their year maybe they're going to lose to Aaron Rodgers in the next game but this may be a when they can go to the NFC championship next and it was not that feel when the game started. Like mm-hmm. I feel like Tom Brady was way too comfortable. The receivers got separation when they needed to. Yep. They made the the catches that they needed to. The defense got to Drew Brees. Drew Brees gave the game away essentially. Literally, three, interceptions three interceptions and a fumble. Yeah, like he struggled. It's one of these things where you keep turning the ball over like that. I mean, we're used to seeing Tom Brady like that against the Saints, and it was flipped yes. around this time. Yes, like
1: like you said, the first two games that the Bucks played the Saints, they were blown out. Yeah, game was over essentially after the and first those two quarter. Games
0: Tom Brady had five interceptions.
1: Yes. Like, Tom Brady... I thought the Saints had Tom Brady's number. Right. Never bet against Brady in the playoffs, Exactly. Man. That is the lesson of the day. Betting tip of the day, never bet against Brady in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Bills. Okay. And it's interesting because I don't think their win was that impressive. Really? I, I don't. They only scored 17 points. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that their win was that impressive. Mm. I think that the offense that was putting up numbers in the regular season. And to me, these were the two hottest teams in the league. Yeah. Not just the AFC. These were the two hottest teams in the league going into that week. Mm-hmm. The Bills and the Ravens. I'm more shocked and more so, I guess, not super shocked, but I'm more shocked that the Ravens couldn't put any points on the board because they were running the ball efficiently. Yeah, I know it was cold out there, but I thought they should have been able to get into the end zone. I thought that the Ravens lost the game more so than the Bills won. I think the Bills... Honestly, had maybe one good drive out of the game, mm-hmm. and I thought it was, I thought it was a rough game for the Bills. But for them to win seventeen to three, I thought it told me more about the Ravens than the Bills because that Bills team that showed up this past week yeah. might lose to the Chiefs by twenty points if they play that same game. I don't. I just don't see it. I, I just don't see it. Yeah.
0: Uh, um. I thought that that was a pretty impressive win by the by the Bills because. I felt as though the Ravens, number one, had momentum going in that game. Right. Way more momentum than the Bills did. I guess and that's I, where we disagree. And, I think I think mm-hmm. they were
1: fairly equal. I know I said uh, a few pods ago that the Ravens was probably the highest team in the league, but the Bills' quietest kept were just as hot. Mm-hmm. Just as hot. No, they they should have lost against the Colts. And they were putting up points. Yeah. yeah they, they, they should have. Mm-hmm. They should have. That game, though, at least the offense was putting up numbers. Yeah. Their defense, yeah. Their, their running game is, I mean, their run defense is bad. Mm-hmm. That, it is that that is, is that is known their run defense is bad mm-hmm. The pass defense is not as bad, yeah. but the run defense is bad. But their offense seemed to at least be able to get in the shootouts for the most part and put up numbers. They didn't put up great numbers that no, game.
0: They didn't. I mean, They even, didn't put up great numbers that I, game. I felt as though the Bills, number one, their defense saved them that game. Yes. And it, it wasn't their run defense. No, well, it was Actually, in the second half, it was their run defense. They got to shut down Lamar Jackson. They, they Gust- put nine in the box. Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. And it's one of these things, too, where I think that because the Bills – I thought and I picked the Ravens to win that game, by the way. I think I did too. And, yeah, I, I believe you did too. I, I,
1: I'm either picked the Bills and I wanted the Ravens to win, mm-hmm. or I changed my pick to the Ravens winning that game.
0: You picked the Bills and you wanted the Ravens to win, I believe. Um and I picked the Ravens to win. Okay. Um but no, this is this is one of these things where I, I felt it like it was impressive because of the momentum the Ravens had. And I feel like their offense, I felt like okay. they kind of their offense got in a groove last week against Tennessee. And I felt like you know, Lamar was really comfortable, right? He, mm-hmm. he was comfortable finding his yep. weapons. He was really comfortable in the pocket. His offensive yep. line was blocking for him. And their defense was playing really, really well. They, the pass rush is getting to the quarterback. And to flip it around to the Bills game, I don't think that was the case. Josh Allen was pretty comfortable back there. I don't think the pass rush was nearly as great as it was in the Tennessee game. I think that, you know, pretty much Stefan Diggs, I mean, he made, Contested catch after contested catch. I mean, moving the chains on first down da- on third down. And I like, think it's it's weird, right? And Cole Beasley had a couple catches too. Like it was one of these things where I really felt like the Ravens had an equal opportunity to really win that game. And they really blew it.
1: And I think what you just said to me made my point. Okay. The Bills were moving the ball efficiently. Mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs was still doing his thing for the most part. Cole yeah. Beasley making some passes. Josh Allen looking mm-hmm. comfortable. Mm-hmm. They should have put up more than 17 points. Okay. And that is why I said I don't think the Bills necessarily, you know, did their thing. I think the Ravens just were pretty bad. Yeah. I thought the Ravens defensively defensively they didn't have a bad game. Mm-hmm. I thought they play. I thought they played okay. Yeah. I thought they played okay. It's just the offense couldn't get into the end zone. Yeah. Literally, they could move the ball until about midfield, mm-hmm. and they would stagger out penalties. Lamar taking huge sacks. Like he's got. Yeah. He's, he's got to throw really that bad, ball yeah. away. He took a, mm-hmm. a couple of sacks that went from second and six to like third and 18. Yeah. It's like, you can't take these type of sacks mm-hmm. in crucial moments, especially at midfield, where at a chance you would probably go for it. If you're in the other team's territory, or you would kick a field goal and Justin Tucker, the auto Matt tuck, he missed two field goals to start. When does he ever did that? Yeah. He's, Arguably the greatest kicker ever. Right, he was off. So, mm-hmm. like I'm saying, like two field goals. That's yeah, crazy. So, for Justin Tucker, that's yeah, monumental. That's crazy. That's, yeah. that's, that's best monumental.
0: kicker in in uh, NFL.
1: Otto Matt Tuck. <laughs> Otto Matt Tuck. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's it's like I feel like the Ravens left points out on the board. Like they were in the red zone a few times. Didn't get didn't get the first down. Couldn't convert mm-hmm. on fourth. In short. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think the Bills, their defense. Pass defense played pretty good. The run defense wasn't that great. They buckled down in the second half, yeah. I think, because they added more people to the box. Mm-hmm. The Ravens just didn't adapt. They still tried to run the ball, and then they'll find themselves in third and long. I don't think that their offense was as prolific as it's looked in previous weeks, and that's why I said I was a little shocked because I thought with the way that the Ravens weren't scoring, I thought the Bills would have accumulated more points, yeah. and that's that's why I said I was a little surprised. Mm-hmm. But Let's go ahead and get to these conference championship picks, man. Let's get it. Bucks Packers, Lambeau
0: Field. It's going to be cold. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to the Super Bowl. I have Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going to the Super Bowl. And I, I feel as though the Packers are just prime. And I, I, I know there's injuries to Antonio Brown and, and Mike Evans on the Bucks side. And I know Tom Brady, how competitive he is in the Warrior. championship games. But I really feel like this is Aaron Rodgers' time. And this is, this is his, this is his, 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 last, might, might be his last go around. We don't know if he's going to be back next year, right? This, this is his, his time to get a second ring. And it, this, he may not get this opportunity with this team again. Right, like he has pieces on the defense. He has, I'll you know, that. you know, obviously Devonte Adams back in the, on this round, and his offensive line is playing pretty good. Aaron Jones is going crazy at running yes. back. Yes. Like this, this team. Yes, and, and Matt Lafleur is playing. He's he's just calling a really really good game nathaniel hackett the offensive coordinator they just have a really really good chemistry going on on offense right now the defense mike Patton, putting the defense in there like they're playing really really good football right now and they've been able to knock knock off a lot of good teams so i'm going with the packers
1: rolling with the packers can you give me a score or a a range give me the spread
0: is three the spread is green bay minus three so okay field goal give me 27 21 Packers
1: Packers? Okay I do think this is the Packers year Okay I do think this is the Packers year I think that Aaron Rodgers Anytime he gets on the field He's more than likely Going to put up points Whether it's a touchdown Or a field goal You can count on Aaron Rodgers As long as he has A little bit of time Mm -hmm. To make the proper throw He's not going to Turn the ball over With that being said This same Green Bay team Played Tampa earlier In the season Mm -hmm. And got destroyed The Bucks ran through them Yeah Yeah the Bucks ran through them. I think this is going to be different. I think that home field advantage actually means something in Lambeau. Yep. I think there's a that's a big difference from going to Florida weather. Exactly. 70s to or playing in the dome. Yeah, playing in the dome to playing in the snow. Mm-hmm. But I think I think this game will be a shootout. I think it's going to be more points than 27 to 21.
0: Okay, play a pick. You, pick you. <laughs> Who are you picking? I mean, you going around the bush right give now? Me,
1: give me Bucks on a late field goal. Okay. Only, only because okay. I feel like the Bucks defense will be able to make one more play than the Packers defense. I, got it. I don't think it'll have anything to do with Aaron Rodgers. I think it'll be able to come down to like a third down stop to get the Packers off the field. Give me the Bucks. Okay, A Rod, you're the MVP. Forgive me. <laughs>
0: We're gonna hear another
1: apology next yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, let me go ahead and get my apology queued up from earlier. <laughs> let me go ahead and bring that apology back from 2020. <laughs> let me get that queued up real quick. All right, man. Bill's Chiefs. Chiefs. Pat, Mah- Pat Mahomes is coming back. Yeah, That is a thing. I-, I know he had a concussion. Yeah. They will cancel this game before Pat Mahomes exactly. doesn't play.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I'm going Chiefs, and this is going to be... Thirty twenty four. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to score thirty points. I, I feel like I mean obviously Pat Mahomes is going to be back. He's been a, he was at practice today, so yeah. I mean obviously he's going to be yeah back. he, he um, will be fine. Le'Veon they need to run the ball. Like yes. I feel like the Chiefs really need to run the ball, establish the run. You know what your receivers are going to do. You know you know you know what your defense is going to do. By the way, Tyrone Matthew last week. Honey I mean Badger. my God, menace. This dude here is he's just, been that way. His bat. His, I mean I'm sorry. His football IQ Off is the ridiculous. Off the charts. Ridiculous. He's a menace. He has a great feel for the game. He has a great feel what the quarterbacks are gonna do. It's it's just crazy. Not only can he hit, but he
1: can cover yeah. tremendously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the Chiefs in this game. I don't think this is close unless the Chiefs make it close, and that means just being lazy Mm -hmm. or doing unnecessary turnovers. I don't see the Bills' defense being able to contain the Chiefs' receivers. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football. Tyreek Hill is the fastest man alive. (laughs) Um, Pat Mahomes is the greatest quarterback in the league, and it's not close. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like the Chiefs can have their way with them, and I still, for some reason, feel like they haven't even played their A game yet. And I know that's wild to say because there's only two games left in the season for them. But I feel like they're going to turn up. I feel like it's going to be more along the lines of 35-21, 35-24. I think they win this game upwards of 8 to 10 points.
0: Okay, I can take that. And I I feel like, too, this is really interesting because the Bills don't have the personnel to attack the Chiefs the way you need to to win that game. And what I mean by that is Zach Moss being out And not having the physicality in the run game is really going to hurt them against a team who struggles against physicality in the run game. You need that that, that run game.
1: And before we go ahead and switch to NBA, I want to say this. The Bills were not running that ball at all against the Ravens. And I think that is what really opened my eyes up to why I didn't think that their win was that impressive. Mm -hmm. I think in the first half, I want to say Josh Allen had the only rush in the first half, and that was a scramble. You can't win games that way. You just can't win you can't win games that way. They need somebody to run the ball and the formula for the Chiefs is time of possession. Exactly. And that that is why the Browns you know, kept stuck the around, game yes right. stuck around because they won time of possession. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. in the second half especially were dominating. Yep. If you're not gonna run the ball, you're not gonna win in a shootout. Exactly, you are. That is one thing you don't want to get into with the Chiefs mm-hmm. is a shootout. Yeah, you're not gonna win. Their weapons are better than yours. Exactly. They, unfortunately, I mean, I, it sucks to say, but they are. Yeah, they they are.
0: Hey, let's not forget Sammy Watkins was at practice today, so they're adding another receiver on <laughs> top
1: of McKeel Harmon, on top of Travis Kelsey, yeah. on top of Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> on top of Tyree Hill on top of Pat Mahomes yeah. quit <laughs> and Clyde,
0: Clyde Edward Toler, I think, was at practice today, too.
1: I know, i about to say, he I know yeah, he's he been hurt. Play, yeah. I, I know he's been hurt. Mm. If <laughs> yo, 42 to look, <laughs> yo, 40, <He> <laughs> 42 to 21, <laughs> yo, let me double up real quick. Yo, <laughs> new betting tip of the week yeah. the spreads minus three, book it, <laughs> Chiefs, three units. <laughs> Bet the house Yo. on the Chiefs. If I'm wrong, I will not be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. On the NBA, James Harden in his first game drop a triple-double with the Nets. 32 points, 12 boards, 14 assists.
0: Are the Nets a lot to win the East? I mean, I, I don't see a team that can cover them. I mean, guard them. Like I feel like – and, and Kyrie's, not, Kyrie's just coming back. Like, first, first game back with Harden yeah. and KD you have, together will be tonight. You have three players – that are essentially unguardable. KD, number one, did you see that step in the, the three point? <laughs> Bro. What did, what did, what now? What did I, where, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start
1: recording my own old bites. What did I say about this step up three pointer by KD? It's disrespectful. They should fine him for those things. I was just like, yo. You can't do nothing about it. Somebody going full speed stops at the drop of a dime and just shoots the ball and turns around because he knows it's bucket.
0: He's, he. I mean, you have three players that are essentially unguardable. unguardable. Yeah. And it's one of these things where James Harden and KD already play together, so they already have chemistry. Kyrie is the piece that he's either going to make it or going to break that team. And it's really interesting to see what Kyrie does. And I really think that people
1: are overblowing Kyrie being in his own head and messing up that team chemistry. I think they're going to be just fine. Okay. I think they are locked to win the East. In the West, Lakers are 11-4 and four on the top of the West – Who's impressed you in the west aside from obviously LA?
0: You have uh,
1: aside and Phoenix. I know, yeah, I know I know yeah, you yeah, want to okay, say Phoenix. All
0: right, all right. And aside from Phoenix too. Okay. Let, let's
1: cut to the, let's cut the small talk. How you feel about the Warriors? <laughs> <laughs> let's
0: yeah, I mean the Warriors look at stuff. I mean just look at stuff. My early MVP vote. Look at stuff. My early MVP vote. It is it's crazy He's that He's balling out of yeah. control right now. And he has he has essentially no help.
1: I went to sleep the other night. And the Lakers were up thirteen on the, <laughs> on the Warriors with like maybe five minutes left. I woke up and we lost the game.
0: Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah.
1: Steph hit three straight threes. Steph.
0: Ever since Damian Lillard and all them guys talked about him, he's been on fire. It's so funny
1: because I really love to watch it. He's like one of the my favorite players to watch in the NBA. Yeah, That's your cousin. But, but <laughs> fan fam, you know how I go. I hold you down, my G. But when he's playing against your team, it's so frustrating. Yeah. It's like, yo, pick him up full, full court. (laughs) Pick him up off the inbound, please. No, not
0: have – there it is another three pointer. Yeah, he pulled up two steps at the half court just pulled it. There it's it is. Like, it, there, it, there it is. There it is, man.
1: But yeah, I want to say that they're one of the more impressive teams this year. Sure. I think that they're playing really well mm-hmm. for him to have limited to no help and I think that their team's starting to come together as far as chemistry wise. And I also think Utah's playing some pretty Utah, good Denver. Some, some pretty good basketball right now. Utah's playing some pretty good basketball. Utah right and now. Denver. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they're number 2 right now in the West. I think so. The Clippers, man. Mm. I don't I don't know how I feel about them right now. Look. This this is the same team that last year I thought would beat the Lakers. I did too. One year removed, and they're they're fighting for top five.
0: I will say this. Paul George has been balling lately. He's stepping up. Lately he's been balling. He's We're gonna see up. what happens when he gets in the postseason, of course. Pandemic peak. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna see what he does in the postseason. But this is a this is an interesting team, right? Number one. Paul George blamed Doc Rivers, and I don't know why he blamed Doc Rivers. He blamed Doc Rivers. So, you get the coach that you guys wanted, and you're not nearly the team you were last year. Like, you're just, I just feel like there's some stuff missing with that team, and I don't know if they're going to be able to handle a Lakers. I don't even know if they're going to be able to handle a Phoenix or Dallas in the playoffs. I
1: honestly was thinking the same thing. I don't know if they're the second best team in the West this year. They're obviously not playing like it right now. We'll see what happens when the season, you know ends in the regular season Mm -hmm. but i don't know right now i think that they would struggle with a nuggets team i think that they would struggle with a jazz team they definitely would yeah and it's it's looking rough for them all right man some quick takes before we get out of here philip rivers finally putting his jersey up is he a first ballot hall of famer everybody's gonna say yes um no he
0: needs a super bowl
1: he needs a ring i think he's a hall of famer maybe not first ballot yeah and I think that if he is first ballot, first ballot, it's because of longevity. He played in the league yeah. for 17 years, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's been there a while, but in the playoffs, he really hasn't done, done anything. Thing. He hasn't done anything. He playoffs. hasn't done anything. He has some solid regular season numbers, but he also has some horrible regular season exactly. numbers as well. Yeah. So a Hall of Famer, yes, first ballot,
0: eh. Debatable.
1: Yeah. Eh. Deshaun Watson, Houston Texans, relationship, everything but broken at this point. Where is he playing next year? And give me a, trade there as far as how much money a team would be looking to give up or picks and things like that
0: if i'm deshaun watson i mean obviously his preferred destination is uh the dolphins mm-hmm. which they have everything you would need in a trade
1: what do you think you have to give up how many first round picks do you think you had to give up for deshaun watson
0: i think that you can give up two first round picks and two and be fine um okay yeah because here here's the thing right like you number one the player wants out you have no leverage if you're the Texans you don't, yeah and it's one of these things too where if you're the Texans you want draft picks you need picks back because you spent so many picks number one acquiring talent from Miami so essentially you're getting your first round pick back and the, uh, I think it's number number four number uh, overall mm-hmm. you're getting your first round pick back you're gonna get Tua that's your quarterback and then you're getting another first-round pick on top of that, so that should be plenty. You're getting a young quarterback and two first-round picks. That should be enough to make that trade work. Because number one, you even don't ha- have any leverage, even with the contract. Yeah, I mean the contract's not untradeable. He is a True. The, the thing is about Deshaun it's Watson's a, it's a, contract. It's a, it's a long.
1: It's a long contract, but he's he's getting no, paid a lot. I mean, it's a five-year deal,
0: he's, but he's, if you're he's, the, he's the, acqu- paid. the acquiring team, is only paying him ten million dollars next year. Because it's the last year of his rookie contract. Oh yeah, true. And the true. other thing is too that he has a no trade clause in his contract. So if the Texans are planning on shipping him to just whatever to get the most money, he can say no, I'm not going there because I have a no trade clause. He's only going to wait for a team he wants. And like I said, my my preferred destination for him is San Francisco. And if you know, obviously, I mean, that's going to have to be a lot of pick conversation mm-hmm. between them and San Francisco yeah. to work. But if you're Miami. You can say, okay, well, we already have your first round pick. So we're just going to give you your first round pick back. Yeah, we're going to give you two and we're going to give you another first round pick. And that's the deal, because number one, the player already said he wants to come to us. So the leverage is already in the the opposing team's court.
1: I agree that Houston has no leverage, but like the Rockets, I feel like they're going to demand a lot. They can. I feel like like they're going to demand a lot. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they're going to be able to get it off or what team is really a quarterback away. Because Deshaun Watson is a game changer. Well, he
0: already said he's going to sit out if he don't get traded. So. Yeah,
1: like he's a game changer. So they have to move him. Right. In a sense, they they have, have to. They have to move him. Right, they have to. They just need somebody willing to give up the bank.
0: There's only two teams that really can give up. Can't
1: really give up with so much.
0: Yeah, and I mean, there's the, those two teams are the Jets and the, and the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. They have the most and I don't And I don't think
1: he wants to go to New York. No, he, he don't want to go to the Jets. Nobody wants to go to New York. Um,
0: however, I mean, Robert Sala may be a new. I mean, he may, he may bring something into there, but they need severe weapons they need they need some weapons there in jets but if you're Miami I'm gonna try out <laughs> if you're Miami you already have the defense ready to go you have the offensive line that you're still building yep and then you have a Devontae Parker you have a run game Miami would be a good fit for him and here I mean, he like Brian Flores True. so I think Miami would be a good fit like I said San Francisco would be my pick if I was him but this is one of these things where The player has all the leverage. And if you're the Houston Texans and you're trying to hold him hostage, you're losing out because the player can sit out. You're just not going to get anything for, like – you're not going to get any production from the quarterback position if you do not play him or try to trade him. Literally. You need your picks back. You need draft picks because you have you don't have your first-round pick. You don't have your second-round pick. You might not even have your third-round pick, <laughs> and you don't have your first-round pick next year. It's
1: almost as, it's almost to the point of you might as well try to get something for him you because need, he's going to exactly. sit out, or you're just going to lose out. And that's what I'm if saying. If you're Houston, you're going to lose if out. If you so, can get yeah. two
0: first-round picks and two, that's a really good deal if you're the Texans because your organization right now, who might be one of the worst organizations in the league because of how people are viewing you right now, and the other thing is the player has already outed you. Like, you, you the player has already outed exactly my, and, what's going on. In my mind, Houston
1: outed themselves. Yeah. Like, they've been awful. You mentioned Robert Salah, who was hired by the Jets. Dan Campbell, hired by the Lions. Mm-hmm. Let's cover this real quick. Yeah. Why aren't more minorities in Let's cut to it. Eric Bieniemy. why is he not getting looked at as a, as a serious candidate for a head coaching job?
0: I, I don't have any answers for you. Uh, I, I don't. I, I mean, look, Airbnb calls plays. He installs. He works with the passing game. I mean, the players love him. He, can, he demands respect from his players. Andy Reid has given him ringing endorsements yeah. in his press conferences. And it seems as though teams just are not sold on him. And he, I think he had one interview this whole coaching cycle. One interview this whole coaching cycle. It makes no sense to me. Robert Sala, he gets hired at the Jets. Dan Campbell, the the tight ends coach for the Saints slash assistant head coach, gets a head coaching job with the Lions. Like, what are we talking about? Literally, what? Literally, Josh McDaniels gets interviews. Like, what are we
1: doing? We were talking off. We were talking off Mike about the Rooney Rule, Mm -hmm. about that Rooney Rule, and you know, if you hire a minority, you get a third round pick. That's a new one. That's which which, which I think. Which I think is. Bogus. It's trash. It's I, trash. I think that's a horrible rule. That's borderline racist. It is to me. borderline racist. That's borderline racist. Yo, hire minority, will give you extra pins. Yeah, you like, get a pickle, you like, get huh? one. Like what kind
0: of One incentive? of them. If you get a pickle, if you get one of them, yeah, like, like come on. Like, what
1: kind of what kind of incentive? How does that sound? That sounds dumb. Yeah. For him not to get looks, it's inexcusable to me. Mm. It's it doesn't make sense. Like he's proven that he can win, he yeah. can coach. Yeah. The players respect him. Yeah. His head coach respects him, yep. talks highly of him. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. I mean, it's unfortunate. You're seeing all these coaches getting hired, some of them who never had really any head coaching experience, some of them who have who are not even coordinators for the most part, these tight ends coaches, yeah. special teams coaches. Yep. Like like what is going on here? And for him to only have like one real interview, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson had to lash out just for Houston exactly. to even put him on a list. Like, oh yeah, um, we forgot. Let's mm-hmm. we'll bring him in.
0: Like, come on now. Like, Think about this. We only had one minority head coach hire this entire cycle thus far, and that was Robert Sala. Yeah. Brandon Staley was a first-year wonder I, with, the, with, the, with the Rams, the defensive coordinator. There's a first-year defensive coordinator. Gets the head coaching job with the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? The first year. The tight ends coach for the Saints gets a head coaching job with tight the Lions. Tight ends coach. Tight ends coach. Yeah. Urban Meyer <laughs> gets a job in the NFL.
1: He ain't coached in years. Oh, yeah, he
0: hasn't <laughs> coached in two years. Oh, man. What are we doing? Like, this is this is – this is one of these things. This is the problem with the NFL. I'm not and,
1: mad at the Urban Meyer one. Sorry,
0: sorry to cut ahead, you off. Yeah, I'm ahead. not.
1: I'm not mad at the Urban Meyer one because he has a proven track record of winning mm-hmm. and leading men. Yeah. For he also deep, has a track record of, of lying leaving. Uh, <laughs> and leaving, lying and leaving, <laughs> and dipping. But or defensive coordinator, first year mm-hmm. head coach.
0: Wow. Brandon Staley and I I, I nothing, don't wanna, nothing against yeah, him. I don't want to bash him, him because it's not his fault, but you're a first year defensive coordinator. It's it's just for me, it's like you have ta- you have
1: probably the, arguably the best the best talent on your yeah, team. You, you have don't have to best, do but so much. Exa- you, you have, have Jr. in the second yeah. day and Aaron Donald. Yeah,
0: like how what hard you, is
1: that? Yo, play defense. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's all you gotta say. Yo, right. play, yo, play D. Yeah, we good. Like it doesn't
0: yo. take it doesn't take a lot to say. Okay, Jalen Ramsey followed the best receiver, like Aaron Donald.
1: Do numbers. Do what you do. (laughs) Do what you do. Yeah. What you've been doing your entire career. Literally. Yeah.
0: Like, go out and sack people. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, it's tough. These guys really deserve a shot. Look, here's the thing. We have two jobs left, head coaching jobs left in the NFL. Two, Eagles, Texans. I don't know what either organization is going to choose to do, but here's what I would say. This has been a huge disappointment. If you're the NFL, you just implemented that new rule that says if you hire a, a minority VPA player personnel, general manager, head coach, I think offensive or defensive coordinator, you then get a third round pick. However, that's bogus, a racist bogus. That's a racist proposal. That's garbage. You have to incentivize somebody to do what they should already be doing. Yes. Why are why are minorities not being chosen for these positions? When you have a tight ends coach. To be your head coach, a first Look, year, I, I don't know, a first want to talk year defensive it. coordinator gets a head coaching job. Adam GaSe got hired twice as a head coach. <laughs> Adam GaSe got hired twice as a, a head coach. I
1: swear his record's like two and seventy five. Like, yeah, like, like, what
0: are we doing? Like, this is this is one of these. It's just a, it's an issue. Like, if, and I feel like the NFL needs to do more. If Adam GaSe can get hired, maybe I can get hired. I'm pretty sure you could. Well, no, you're black. You can't do. it <laughs> you're black you can't do it you got me yeah you, you got if me. they're not hiring b enemy, they're not gonna hire you clear
1: clearly <laughs> they, they're, they're just doing they're, they're they must be using the madden rules <laughs> they must be playing madden using madden rules because some of these hires are nuts like yeah,
0: there's no way that you can say b is not a, a quality hire he's been he, he's under one of the best play callers we've seen in the nfl mm-hmm. like andy Reid has trained him you said it, man.
1: With two open positions left, we'll see what happens on the next Dragon Ball
0: Z. Oh, <laughs> That's
1: all I got, though, man. Um, I'd like to thank the first responders. Shout out to Joe Biden and mm-hmm. Kamala Harris again. Kamala. Kamala Harris, excuse me, mm-hmm. on, you know, being sworn in today. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the first responders, all those still fighting for change, Black Lives for Always Matter. And we love and continue to thank y'all for y'all's support.
0: And, you know, just hear us out. Yeah man, black lives matter, they always matter. Guys, subscribe, like, share Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Dumb Spotify. Monkle. Monkle. <laughs> Guys, I, I can't stress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stress it enough. Shout us out, subscribe. Share us. I mean, we're here. I mean, we are, our numbers have been really good. We are, we're over a thousand, I believe, uh, plays on, on several different platforms. But get us out there. We're here for you guys. We're giving you the news information and, and kind of giving you a different perspective.
1: Love it, man. Love y'all. Love all the fans, all those sharing our podcast. For sure. And we appreciate y'all and until next week. I'm out
0: here. Yep. solid it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze marks with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife of baddie looking like Nia. More drip more than a leader. I'm at the what I said I would get. No mediocre. I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like the me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out the cali. holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no Oh, Addy.